Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I was reading the post this morning. And actually, this afternoon, I was reading the post and, you know, going over just uh, some of the Daniel Jones stuff. And I'm looking at it and they give you the top quarterback contracts. OK, I look at the top QB contracts. Aaron Rodgers, 150 million uh, average, 50 million a year. It goes in order of average per year. Rodgers, wow, that's a lot. And obviously, we can get into the Jets angle as that as we have. We continue to play the waiting game with Rodgers. Who knows when the hell he's going to make a decision. But it does seem like it's bound to happen. I mean, at this point, it would be a... It would have been bad if the Jets didn't get him anyway because it was always Rodgers a bust. It's not Rodgers a bust now. It was never about anybody else. It was always about Aaron Rodgers, as it should be. But if they don't get him now... After the meeting, after people taking pictures of Woody Johnson and Robert Sala coming out of their dinner, after it seems like all the pieces, and we've been down this road before with other things, but if they don't get them now, it would be a devastating blow to Jeff fans. Anyway, Rodgers leading the way with $50 million per year. You have Russell Wilson, $245 million contract, $49 million per year. How's that looking right about now? Kyler Murray, similar situation, not looking very good. $230 million with 46. And again, who knows what these guarantees? I don't know the exact number of guaranteed money, but it's just the total value. And then the average per year. Deshaun Watson, and we know his albatross of a contract. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're sensing a pattern, though, right? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, at least Russell Wilson. I know he stinks now or stunk last year, but it's Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray, who did some good things early on, but still bad contract. Deshaun Watson, we know what he was as a player before the, you know, his issues, the massage stuff. And then he came back last year, he looked rusty, didn't look anything like what he did pre-suspension or whatever was sitting out, the, you know, being uh, out the entire year. Um, but you have Murray and Watson, then Mahomes, who's at a value at $455 million. Excuse me, at $450 million, $45 million a year. Josh Allen, $43 million a year, 258 total. Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson, Mahomes, Allen, and then Daniel Jones. <laughs> Which one of these doesn't belong? How, I mean, all due respect, Danny Dimes, you don't belong in the picture. Even if you go underneath this list, Mahomes, Allen, Jones, Matthew Stafford, and I don't love Stafford, but, I mean, come on. Nobody's really going to say that Daniel Jones has accomplished anywhere near what Matthew Stafford has accomplished in his career, are they? 
Dak Prescott, who while Dak has struggled, you know, throwing interceptions at times, Dak has done more with the Cowboys offense, even in bad years, in bad games, than Daniel Jones has done with the Giants in his four years. And then Derek Carr rounds out this list from the post at $37.5 million. But how is Daniel Jones in the same conversation with Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson, Mahomes, Allen, Stafford, Prescott, Carr? How is that even possible? Am I missing something here? And I watched last year every snap that Daniel Jones took. He was, I mean, he had his best two games in the game that they clinched the playoff spot against the Colts and then in Minnesota against the Vikings in the wild card round. Outside of that, he was good. He was okay. Good enough to win, but nothing special. And now it's like we're supposed to treat Daniel Jones like he's some top-tier stud? Come on. And it's not about the contract either. I don't care about the money. The only reason why we reference it is because his name is amongst the top names in the sport as far as quarterbacks go, as far as what they're getting paid. I mean, guys on rookie contracts are obviously not going to be there, but they're better than Daniel Jones. And we talked about this during the season last year where Jones was between 10 and 15 as far as quarterbacks go based on his play last year. But the reality is he's not a top guy. I mean, I don't understand how we can go from questioning Daniel Jones and wanting him out of town an awful three years to all of a sudden now he's up there right behind Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen as far as per year on his contract, value per year on his contract. Daniel Jones, what? This is, and it's not even about necessarily Daniel Jones. It's also about the timing. Because Daniel Jones really, what happened last year, should be a rookie year. That was really kind of year one with Daniel Jones under Brian Dable. I know that the Giants have done all they could to mess up Jones. We've heard all about it. But what did you see? Forget about Dable and Shane saw or what they see that they think that you know he could turn into. What we saw was a guy who literally threw for 15 touchdowns. 15. I mean, that's a good four weeks for Aaron Rod- for Aaron Rodgers in today's NFL. 15 touchdowns in a whole season, and he gets 40 million a year. Again, not about the contract because the Giants got what they wanted as far as not having him take up $30 million plus in salary cap space this year where you work out a four-year deal that they could get out of. The comparisons to the top guys or the belief that Daniel Jones is a top guy is just not accurate. He's third-best quarterback in the NFC East. In his own division, he is the third-best quarterback. And that's because Washington doesn't even have a competent quarterback. Dak is better. Dak is more proven than Daniel Jones. Now, every quarterback makes mistakes. I'm not sitting here picking on Daniel Jones for his interceptions. They will come, believe me. The interceptions will be there when he starts throwing the football more often. But are we forgetting that Daniel Jones was somebody who was injury-prone in his career? Large in part because he... It's just some to his credit, he's tough. I mean, he puts his head down and not afraid to take a hit. But that's also stupid as a quarterback. But he's been hurt. 
He's made mistakes. He's unproven to a certain extent. Four years, one of them good. That, to me, is still unproven. I need a little bit more before I anoint Daniel Jones the savior. So while Giants fans are happy, while the Giants are happy they have their guy, while he may be the best option that they've had, he's still not the answer at quarterback. At least not yet. I'm not saying he will never be. Maybe he'll get there. But we need to see many, many levels to Daniel. Maybe not many. But we need to see him take a couple of steps up to get in the conversation of being a top-tier quarterback. I'm not going to use the term elite. I think that's stupid. But you've seen guys become more impactful than Daniel Jones in a year, in two years. He's now going into year five. And we're still going to need to see if he could take his game to another level. Not to make the contract worth it, to make the Giants legitimate. Jonathan's calling from Somerset, New Jersey. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how you doing, brother? Good, hey, how are you? I just, I, I just got a quick question, you know. We're looking at five years of Daniel Jones. He's got two years under his belt that are possibly, you know, a positive year. A couple of years that were Awful. not great. And at the end of the day, you know, what is the point of paying this guy $40 million a year? He's looking like, you know, Dak Prescott, same, same contract. I understand Prescott had a lot of, lot of, lot of guys that he could throw to. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, Daniel Jones, he's, he's, he's never, he's never been, never been that guy. He can't throw to anybody. He's, he's, you well, know. I mean, that's a little harsh. I mean, you're, Look, you still need to see a little bit more of Daniel Jones. I'm not going to say that he can't be the guy, but the point is we need to see more of him, and he's not a top-tier guy. You can't justify paying him that much money and putting him in that conversation with those top guys. He's not. Agreed. He has never had any kind of top-tier receiver at the end of the day. That means nothing to me. I mean, that means nothing to me. You watched him play. What have you seen from Daniel Jones that – makes you think he belongs in the conversation with those top-tier guys? Not not much of anything. I mean, he, he, he's, he's obviously, he, 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 can, he can run the ball. I mean, you talk about, yeah, well, right, he could run the football. You're exactly right. And he's got the, look, I like, he, I like his. He can his... run the ball. He can throw the ball a little bit, a little bit, but not very accurate. You know, down, down, down the road. You know, maybe if he's got somebody he can throw to, might be better. Uh, I'm sure it'll help but... his numbers. And he's look, he's tough. And thank you for the call, Jonathan. He's shown great toughness. He's been a great leader. He's got the intangibles. But I don't think he's a, a great quarterback by any stretch. And I still need to see him grow. Daniel, I mean, Dak Prescott, you guys want to compare him. Dak Prescott, his first three years in a league, 23, 22, 23 touchdowns. Year four. Okay, you want to compare year fours? Daniel Jones this year, in year four, the year that was make or break for Daniel Jones, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. Dak Prescott in year four, 30 touchdowns. He doubled him up, 30 touchdowns and 11 INTs. Obviously, the more you throw, the more likely you're going to have interceptions, but still, 30 TDs. Dak in 2021, 37. Yeah, 37. 37 touchdowns. How many years you have to add up of Daniel Jones to throw 37? Let's see. Year two, year three, year four. 10, 20, 30, 36 touchdowns. Daniel Jones in his last three seasons, 
outside of his rookie year where he threw for 24. His last three seasons were still one fewer than what Dak threw in 2021. Even in a year where Dak played 12 games, he threw for 23 touchdowns. Obviously, the INTs were up. It wasn't the best year for Dak Prescott. But Dak is a better quarterback. Dak has proven more. Can Daniel Jones get to that next level? Maybe, but he's going to have to do it in year five. Dak was already doing this the first four years consistently in the league. See the difference there? And now because Jones had one decent year, in a decent year where he threw for 15 touchdowns, now he gets that contract? I don't know if it's a good timing thing for the Giants or a bad timing thing. Vin is calling from Marlboro. What's up, Vin? Hey, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Vin? So I prom- doing well. So I promise you I uh, I won't tell you you ruined the NL East tonight. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready to go, whoever wants some nah, of this. No, 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 that was my joke. That was my attempt. Um, <laughs> so all I say is, yeah, I'm going to get I'm going to call and talk about Rodgers and talk about Lamar potentially. But, sure. You know, just piling on a little bit with the Daniel Jones thing. I mean, listen, I get your point, but you also got to remember at the end of the day, I mean, Joe Judge was the most horrendous offensive coordinator attempt of all time in New England. That's number one. Agreed. Number two, and you also have to say, I mean, listen, we, we both had a conversation two weeks ago, and we said how great Joe Shane is doing his job, and he, he bought himself a two-year out. So I think that that's something that has to be mentioned to his credit. So, I mean, this, for all intents and purposes, while it's a four-year deal, it's really only a two-year contract right. with the guarantees. But then I'm not wrong for saying that I need to see more. That's it. So it's a weird time. So that's we're just going to throw out. And that's fair. Well, well that's, that's, fair. that's kind of the point. I'm not saying Jones will never be that guy, but we haven't seen it yet. So they're paying him and almost treating not not the Giants, because I understand why they did it, to your point. And I don't think the contract overall is bad, yep. but we're treating it like he's earned this, and we know definitively he's the guy. He is not. He might be. Maybe he could take that step or those steps this year. He hasn't yet, but the contract is there for him. Yep. And then I guess quick pivot, obviously, sure. into kind of the Rodgers situation. And, and I'll throw in a last point about Lamar. But, um, you know, with, with Rodgers, you know, call me crazy, but and you know I'm a Joe Douglas loyalist. So I'll, I'll preface it with that. But at the end of the day, I mean, listen, this is either going to work out. They're going to get this guy. And it sounds like the compensation is not going to be terrible. Um and he, we obviously know what Rodgers is. But I'd say, in a worst case, if it just doesn't work out, I mean, listen, Carr would have been great, but no one could have told you that Carr was a guarantee where four or five years from now, based on the guaranteed money they did give up, that we wouldn't be kicking ourselves in the butt saying, man, we're stuck at the middle of the pack. We can't get Correct. over the hump in terms of these AFC quarterbacks who are just absolute savages who are crushing us year in, year out because they're just so damn good. I like um, so, I like the usage you know, of middle of the pack because you would have Derek Carr is a middle of the pack type quarterback, just like Kirk Cousins. And that's what we're gonna find out about Daniel Jones. Is Daniel Jones a middle of the pack guy or is he a what's above the middle of the pack? Like top tier, upper level? Yeah. What, what do you want to use? Yeah. I guess top top ten ish would be yeah. or, anytime you're in the top ten, top five years. Right. Okay. Or is he a top tier, top ten quarterback? So we're going to learn yeah. about Daniel Jones. I know that Derek Carr is a middle of the pack, and that's why I love Aaron Rodgers for the Jets specifically, Vin, and thank you for the call. We appreciate checking in. By the way, somebody tweeted me that, and I guess I do say that after every call. 
Maybe I should change that up a little bit. It's just habit. But I do appreciate you checking in. I mean, that's why I say it. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers is no doubt a top-tier quarterback. We know what he's going to be here. Great. He is great. There's no, eh, is he going to get to another level? Or mm, how's he going to be? He's great. Which is why I wanted the Jets to go all in on him from the get-go. Daniel Jones, unknown. Still. It was a make-or-break year for him in year three. Did nothing. All right, you want to use the Joe Judge excuse? I'm fine with that. But then you've now erased basically three years of his four-year career, and we're going off of one year. In what world, off of one year, where a quarterback in today's NFL threw for 15 touchdowns, 1-5, 15 touchdowns, in what world is that type of quarterback, one year, 15 touchdowns, all of a sudden a top guy? Or getting paid like a top guy? Jack is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's up, Sal? How are you? Good, Jack. How are you this morning? Okay, I have two points. One, I watch also every game Daniel Jones. Like, one game versus the Packers, he made, he might not get the touchdown. He made every throw in the game. No one looks at that. It's not on the stat sheet. He comes in when you need him. He comes in clutch. He's not going to be the top guy. He's not Mahomes. He's not going to make his own crazy plays. But he's he could be a winning quarterback. Well, he could be top. Comparing him to Mahomes is not fair. I mean, Mahomes is an all-time right. great, so nobody is Patrick Mahomes. But comparing him to Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott right now, I think that's fair. Those guys have done a lot more and did a lot more early on in their careers than Daniel Jones has ever done. Right, but like a guy, I'm not comparing it to any of these guys, but Josh Allen, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Sean McDermott's a great coach. He, but the difference between Josh Allen is he he could make his own play. He, Daniel Jones is not. It's Daniel Jones and Dable. You, they signed him with Dable. Mm-hmm. That's what that's Daniel Jones is. He's not. He, Dable made his career. Dable started him up. Right. So well, no, I know da- Brian Dable. Right. Yeah, I mean, without Brian Dable, who knows what Daniel Jones is? And by the way, that does speak to Daniel Jones as well. Do you know that he would be the same quarterback if, say, he went to Vegas or wherever the hell he would end up going if he goes to Tennessee? Is he going to be the same quarterback? Because he wasn't the same quarterback with Brian Dable as he was in his first three years. So clearly, he benefited from having the coaching of Brian Dable. Now, the big question is, can he get better, Jack? Will he get better? The Giants are betting that he will. Giant fans who believe in Daniel Jones think that he will. Actually, a lot of Giant fans probably don't think he has to get better. Although the reality is he does need to get at least a little better and, and elevate his game. Right. I like I know you I know you're saying like receiver, you can't stay making excuse, but like if you watch the games, he has some plays where it or sometimes the receiver should come up, make a good catch. Mm-hmm. That every quarterback has that. Now the Giants are betting that another year with new weapons, Joe Judge, Brian Dable again, they could think Daniel Jones could take another big step. Thanks for the Right, no, no problem, Jack. I appreciate you taking the time to call. The Giants loved what they saw in Daniel Jones, and I understand why. I'm just saying that I need to see a lot more before I start talking about Daniel Jones as a top quarterback. The common phrase that people are using when trying to justify Jones getting this contract is, well, what was their other options? What are their other options? I mean, look around. Yeah, all right. There's a lack of quality quarterbacks around the league. It doesn't mean that Daniel Jones is great because he's on par or better than 
the rest of the crap that the league is throwing out there. How would you rank him in his own division? I mean, he's third. He's clearly third. How would you rank him? How could you make an argument otherwise? It's not even close. You could pick apart Dak and knock him, and obviously he didn't have a you know a, a great year, but he was dealing with the injury on the thumb, and and also again put in a position where he's throwing the football a lot more than Daniel Jones was asked to do. So he's going to make more mistakes. So you know what sick, sticks out like a sore thumb? The interceptions. Let's see if Jones throws it as many times as Dak and what his numbers would be. You know, as far as the interceptions go. And again, Jones was great this year, not making mistakes. But when Dak is running a high-octane offense the majority of his career, he's throwing a lot of touchdowns. Daniel Jones is not. Now, Daniel Jones is not asked to do that yet. Can he? I don't know. I haven't seen it. So how do I know if he can get to that level? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Salakata back on the fan, by the way. The best attribute, aside from the high character, you know, the leadership qualities that Jones has, best attribute last year was that the Giants and Dable specifically put Daniel Jones in positions to not make mistakes, not beat themselves. And he was terrific at that. He did not beat himself. They did not beat themselves as a team. That's why they won so many games. A lot of winning in sports, but specifically in the NFL in this case. It's just not beating yourself. And that's why they were well-coached, played the game the right way, played the game out, shortened the game, run the football, chew the clock, go play some defense. The more plays you make, the more apt you are to make mistakes, and the Giants did not make many mistakes. They may have gotten beaten on occasion, but they very rarely beat themselves. And Daniel Jones was the leader in that regard last year. That was the biggest difference that we've seen in his career from the first three years where he didn't beat himself. Now, can he be that clean again? He's going to have to be, and he's going to have to take his game to another level. No one's saying he can't do that. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that are saying he can't do that. I am not saying he can't do that. What I'm saying is I need to see him do it. We know the Giants can win because they did win with him. But it's going to be a lot more challenging this year. 
They're going to upgrade their team for sure through the draft with the cap space. They should put better weapons around them one way or another. But their schedule is going to be much more difficult. People are going to be coming after them as opposed to a team that maybe was being overlooked a little bit or not taking seriously last year. Schedule is going to be a big part of it. They took advantage of, and now look, they beat a lot of, you know, even the week one win against Tennessee, big win, but they beat teams they, they should have. They took advantage of a softer schedule. Now, when you go to the divisional round, your schedule is going to be difficult this year. And Shane and Dable both tried to warn us, hey, you know what? Not as e- It's not as easy as you think. or not easy getting back to this point. We're still very early here. Year, it is going to be year two of a rebuilding process. And I still think Daniel Jones, while he's not rebuilding, he's still building. You're still trying to see how much, how far he can elevate his game. Bill is calling from Massapequa. What's up, Bill? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Hi, Bill. How are you? Good, good. So, you know what? I was listening to the fan, and everybody's making this out to be like a no-brainer. And I'm listening to you, and I agree with you. I mean, I look, this look, Daniel Jones. He had a good year, okay, and he's he's a good player, he's a tough kid. There's no doubt about that. But I want to tell you something. They're paying him like a generational quarterback, and if they if this is what they see as his value, they owe Gentleman an apology because they were killing him. Even when he was drafted and he wasn't doing well, you know, and and, and so I, I, I just marvel how they jumped so fast at at, at four years. That that just well, he, that just they were they at. they yeah, wanted but, the longer contract because then they could spread the money out and make it cap friendly this year, and also get out of it after two years if they need to. If Daniel Jones for whatever reason regresses or doesn't play well, and they feel like they could do better. Whether they want to draft a young quarterback and have uh, you know develop their own and try to play with a quarterback on a rookie contract, which a lot of teams do and have success if the quarterback you know is a good one. So there's a lot to it. I'm not going to knock them giving him the contract. I'm just saying that we can't say, oh, the Giants know definitively they have their guy in Daniel Jones just because he signed for four more years. It's still kind of a find out what we have exactly here. Yeah, it's more of a exactly. So I mean. You know, I, I, I guess I guess I more I think about it, maybe maybe it's not maybe that I'm rolling the dice too much, like you said, if he can get out of it, if they can, you know, get out of that after the two years. But but still, I mean, it's amazing how the one year all of a sudden an average right. to good quarterback I don't want to call him average, I would say he was good. Right. All of a sudden He's for another ten million. You can get you, you can just turn around and get Rogers. I'm just saying, like it's amazing. I don't even know if Brady made that kind of money. That's ever. that's exactly <laughs> the point. Not that the Giants and thank you for the call, Bill. Not that the Giants are in a position to go get Aaron Rodgers because it's a unique circumstance. Not only are the Packers not trading him within the NFC, or at least they said they were going to trade him within the NFC. The Giants aren't there to go get Aaron Rodgers. They have other issues. They need to build a team defensively, offensively. They have to build out a team. It's a miracle that they made it as far as they did a year ago. That's why Dable won coach of the year. That's why he was so great. How the hell did they do that? I don't know. A little bit of luck. Now, sometimes you make your own luck, but they were fortunate last year. They were healthy in key areas with Daniel Jones. 
But they were definitely fortunate last year. And they're not an Aaron Rodgers away. They were not going to go after, you know, they would never be in on Aaron Rodgers. But when you look at what Jones is getting paid, that's why, to me, the Jets are in a much better spot. Look at how the Jets built their team and, or, and are building their team. Where you're seeing it through the draft, these young guys having an immediate impact, playing on rookie contracts, specifically on defense, some on offense too, but specifically on defense. And the one clear thing that's missing for them, while their defense still needs to improve, the one clear thing that's missing is a quarterback. And they're now in a spot to go get the best quarterback available, one of the best quarterbacks ever in Aaron Rodgers. So which team would you rather have going into next year? The team with a Hall of Fame quarterback and a loaded defense. Now, the Giant, the Jets are further along in their rebuild process. They should be winning right now. This is year one for the Giants. Jets should be winning by now. And if they get Rodgers, I mean, no excuses. The one clear advantage that the Giants have over the Jets is the head coach. Dable proved his worth in one year. Where for Robert Sala, it's going to be go time in year three. Now or possibly never. Steve is on Long Island. Steve? Hey, Sal. How you doing? I rank uh, Jones somewhere like 15, 16 in the league. Uh, He's in the middle of the pack. He's not uh, an elite quarterback. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's somewhere in the middle. And uh, good luck to the Giants. But I really want to talk about uh, the Jets. I, I disagree with you on Rodgers. Yes, Rodgers is a great quarterback, but you're going to get one or two years out of him. If I were the Jets, I'd be going after uh, 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 Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. He's not a passer like uh, Rodgers, no question, but all-around game is there. He's much younger. He's proven. He's taken the Ravens to the AFC Championship game. Uh, with some talent around him, he could uh, get by as a passing quarterback, but he's a winner. Look, if if the Jets got Lamar Jackson, I would not complain at all. I'd be excited to watch Lamar Jackson in a Jets uniform every week that he could stay healthy. However, Aaron Rodgers is the better option right now for them. But that's, you're, it's a rental. It's one in two years. Lamar so Jackson, what? I don't want, I want a quarter, I, I don't want to go through this two years. And I want you haven't quarter, had a quarterback ever. You take what you can get, and if you I, can get a Hall of Famer, you're taking him. What do you mean? No, I want a quarterback for seven, eight years. I yeah, want good luck. Of, so does everybody. It's not, it's not that easy, as you should know as a Jets fan. But Lamar Jackson provides that. You know, no, he doesn't. There's no guarantee with Jackson. Well, there's no guarantee with anybody. It's what age-wise. I don't well, want Jackson players. is always freaking hurt. He plays the game like a running back. He's putting himself in harm's way with his style of play. You can't trust that he's going to stay healthy. You can't trust that anyone's going to stay healthy. But I, I'll take my chances with a 26-year-old versus a 38-year-old. Right, want... but you're, you're, you're bringing up the age when really that has not much to do with it. It's the style of play. It's not a knock on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a he's the best running quarterback I've ever seen in my life, by far. The problem is when you run it as much as he does, you're putting yourself in harm's way. Lamar Jackson, the wear and tear on him, a guy who is as athletic a quarterback as there's ever been in the league. He's a game-changing player, but he's hurt in, in at the end of these seasons. 
But that's the NFL today. The days of Johnny United is dropping back to pass, and Cam Mueller over. The, these quarterbacks are mobile. These quarterbacks run, and they pass. That's the NFL today. You, you, you have to go with the times. This is what the NFL is. Jackson represents the future of the NFL, and I want I want Jackson. I don't understand what the Jets aren't going after him. He's my choice. Yeah, I mean, look, you're entitled to your opinion, Steve, and thank you for the call. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. It's not like Jackson's a bad choice. He's just not the right choice over Aaron Rodgers. For a bunch of different reasons. I'm not committing long-term if I'm the Jets to Lamar Jackson, who wants Deshaun Watson-type guaranteed money. There's no way I'm doing that for a player that plays his style of game. I'm not doing it. Lamar still has to prove that he could beat you in the pocket consistently. That was an issue when he first came into the league in the postseason. And you saw it in the Giant game last year, making a huge mistake, bad interception. Again, you're not going to pick on one interception, but there are still question marks for as great a player as Lamar Jackson is, as a difference-making player as he is, there are still question marks about him throwing the football at a high level consistently. But the bigger issue right now is the guaranteed money. And... For me, I can't speak to the other teams if they're going to be interested in him or not, but for me, it's not only the guaranteed money, it's the guaranteed money with a player that plays that brand, that style. It's one of the reasons why I question Daniel Jones and the Giants running him into the ground at times, like they were doing in the first half of that Minnesota game. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was unstoppable. If they continued to do that, they were going to get him killed. And they obviously dialed it back in the second half. Guys who are run-first quarterbacks, Jones, Lamar Jackson, obviously different type of running quarterbacks, but guys who are running quarterbacks are putting themselves in danger of getting hurt more than the pocket passer. And everybody could get hurt. But if you take away Lamar Jackson's legs, you're screwed. Anthony's calling from Morris County. What's up, Anthony? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Ant? Good, thanks. So this comparison between Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott, let me let me ask you a question. If you would have put Dak Prescott on the New York Giants for the last four years, you think he would have performed better than Daniel Jones has? I think he's a better quarterback, yeah. Based on what? Oh, just watching I mean, he's him. Won nothing. Uh, he's won nothing. He's had better offensive line. He's had better running uh, backs. He's had better wide receivers. Right. He can't run. He throws interceptions. He can, he can, mean, it's not fair. Jones, he can, he can. All right, okay, Daniel Jones is great. You're right. I'm, no, I'm wrong. You're right. Daniel Jones is great. No, Daniel Jones has been Look, proven. Uh, Daniel Jones has been proven. I told you, he threw for, you're right, he threw for 36 touchdowns. Dak threw for 37 a, a year ago. Daniel Jones threw for 36. In three years! Everybody three years! wants to talk about the fact that Dan, he's throwing to guys that aren't right. NFL quality. Right, no, I know, I know. No, you're right. He has got no receivers. I know. He's, maybe, so what year, what year exactly is Daniel Jones going to be evaluated here? What year are we going to find out what Daniel Jones is? Well, year five? Year six? What year exactly are we going to find out? How about one year with an offensive line and some wide receivers? Right. How about one year? He right. doesn't have that yet. He's right. got different coordinators, got different head coaches. So then how, then how did they know enough to pay him $160 bucks? 
because tell me the game that Dak Prescott has. That Forget about Dak Prescott for a second. Game. Forget about Dak Prescott for a second. You just said they can't evaluate Daniel Jones yet, right? Because he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have any wide receivers. So they can't evaluate. Can't possibly evaluate Daniel Jones because he's got nothing around him. So how the hell did they then pay him $160 million if they can't evaluate him yet? Because he went on the road and won oh, in a stadium oh, in a yeah, playoff game yeah, that yeah. nobody has. Right. They were they won every home game. Except right. They won every home game. Right. The Giants went in there and beat them. Right. With, no, Daniel like, Jones retire his jersey now. Retire his jersey now. They beat the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Woo! What, what a Dak win that Dak was. Beat? Who is Dak beat? Tom Brady beat? and the Bucks. Oh, my God. Tom Brady's like 93 years old. You're Anthony. You know what? Here we go. You guys rolling on this? You're an idiot. Thank you. Get lost. Who did Dak beat? Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. Yeah, right. So, Eli beat Tom Brady? Does that count? Or is that, well... Eli, I mean, you know, Super Bowls, I don't know. He, he beat Tom Brady. So what? Anybody can do that. Come on. If you're saying you can't evaluate Daniel Jones in four years, then why are the Giants paying him $160 million? Bucks? Well, Dax, how's Dak better? How's Dak? Look at, watch the two play quarterback for the total of four years. Their first four years in the league. You're right. No, Daniel Jones could do no wrong. We'll see. You'll see. Just wait and see. Maybe year five, maybe year six, maybe year seven. Daniel Jones, at some point, they'll have all the weapons in the world around Daniel Jones. Wide receivers, running backs, offensive line. Now, don't forget, don't forget, you have to build a good defense, too, because you can't really evaluate a quarterback if his defense stinks. Let's talk in reality and what is. Daniel Jones hasn't proven diddly squat at this point in four years. He had one good year under the tutelage of Brian Dable. One good year. In that good year, he was not asked to do as much as somebody like Dak Prescott has been asked to do in his career with the Cowboys. You understand? And I'm not saying Jones can't do it. I'm saying I need to see him do it. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back on the fan. So, Fleegs, you have some numbers for us comparing the two playoff games. For, uh, and Fleegs is back with us, by the way. Nice to have him back and healthy with us. You have the comparison from Daniel Jones in the postseason and Dak in the postseason in each of their two games. Yeah, this is just this postseason because, obviously, Dak played a lot of postseason games before this year. 
But one of the reasons we all knocked Dak is that game against San Francisco where he threw the two picks, and he just did not look very good in that game against San Fran. But obviously Daniel Jones didn't look all too great in the Giants game against the Eagles. So in their two playoff games this year, each one had an impressive win and a bad loss for the Giants. It was a blowout for the Cowboys. It was close, but Dak didn't look good. You want to guess who is better in a lot of the key stats. Like, let's start with completion percentage. Dak or Daniel Jones, who was better in the two postseason games this year? Could you, are you combining these numbers? The, right. These okay, are for com- the two postseason games combined. combined. I the, mean, each for each one a win and a loss. Uh, I mean, I would say Dak was better. Dak at 68.6%. Daniel Jones at 62.9. Okay. So touchdowns, Daniel Jones had two. Dak had five. Okay. What about, do you have rushing touchdowns on there? Rushing touchdowns, I do not have. This okay. is just passing stats. Okay. Um, interceptions, Dak had the two. Daniel Jones had the one. Right. And then yards per attempt, Dak's at 7.3. And Daniel Jones is at seven. Okay. And if you care about QB rating and all that sorts of stuff, Daniel Jones at 87.8, Dak at 101.5. I mean, and that's just this postseason based on two games. Now, here's already, I know what the Giant fans are going to say. Well, if if Daniel Jones had the running backs that Dak had or the weapons that Dak had, and, and look, you can't, not all things are equal. Going up against the 49ers defense, exactly, not exactly going up against the Vikings defense. And I'm not trying to knock Daniel Jones, but when you're knocking Dak Prescott saying, what has he done in comparison to Jones? The answer is a lot more than Daniel Jones. Now, he's been around longer, but his first four years, not even comparable to what Daniel Jones did in his first four years. Or the other way around. Daniel Jones' first four years not even comparable to what Dak did in his first year, uh, four years. Lou is in Astoria. What's up, Lou? It's, uh, how you doing, buddy? How are you, Lou? Listen Good morning. We both, we both Jets fan, okay? What's uh, that? Mr. I mean, uh, you're a Jets fan, too, right? No, I'm not. I mean, I root for the Jets and Giants, for believe it or not. But I'm, I'm not. I grew up a Falcons fan. You're a Giants fan? No, I'm a Falcons fan. Oh, jeez. Yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, Poor listen. me. <laughs> Let me ask you. No, no, no. It's okay. Listen. If Daniel no, it's Jones not. They was, suck. I hate them. But anyway, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Listen, it's all right. I mean, better than our Jets. Listen. Well, that's if true. If Daniel Jones was the quarterback for the Jets this past season, would it make the playoff? Uh, yes. I, well, who's the head coach? Robert Sala still, or is Brian Dable coming along with him? No, no. It doesn't matter who the coach is because Robert Sala, which everybody wants out of town, would have been coach of the year. No, 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 no. See, I, I disagree okay. with that totally. I don't know if Daniel Jones would be the same player that he was this year under another coach outside of Brian Dable. I don't know that. Are you serious? This guy, uh, uh, Brian Dable, would you think is a genius? Yes. Okay? The first game of the season against Tennessee, okay? Tennessee dominated that game completely defensively and offensively. And he went with the two-point conversion. He barely made it. And then he gave the uh, Tennessee uh, Titans time to make that field goal, which should be automatic at 40. Uh, but, Lou, 40 you, what, is, what is the point here? Are you trying to knock Brian Dable? I, I just think that uh, that, that, that the, the, the guys, the reason why he's coach of the year is because of, 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 of Daniel Jones. No, oh, he and made Daniel Jones. He made Daniel Jones what Jones was. Now Jones obviously deserves some credit because he's the one who's out there playing. But Brian Dable is the one who should take credit for that first and foremost because Jones played three years prior and he was nothing close to what he was in year one under Brian Dable. I understand, but he has nobody. You know, he's second. Daniel Jones. 
he he was the little Josh uh, the Josh uh, Allen, okay, for the Giants, okay. He sacrificed his game. He made a run. I don't know if you remember against the Colts. The game was over in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, and he made. And that was Jones. that was one of his best games. He played two great games this year. Great games. No, no, Colts no, 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 but let, and the Vikings. Let, let me tell. Let me tell you something. The game was over, okay, and it was about like three touchdowns. The game was over against the Colts, and he made Daniel Jones run to almost got killed and almost in the end zone. I don't know if you remember that. I'm, Lou, again, I'm confused as to what your point is. Are you knocking Brian Dable? Uh, no, listen, what I'm trying to say is... Well, what are you trying Daniel to say? Jones, that Daniel Jones is the reason why... Let me tell you something. Let's play another year, okay? No, just no. Let's please tell me what you're trying to say. What I'm trying to say, give, give Jones a couple of weapons, okay? To see how bad he is, okay? It's not fair right now to judge this guy because you think he's really been bad. He had like I five didn't say he was bad, Lou! But tell, tell, how many how many offensive coordinators does this guy have in, in the four years that he's been with the Yankees? I didn't say he was bad. What I said was I haven't. I need to see more. I need to see Daniel Jones take another step. Can you put? Can you can you give him another chance? Can you give him a chance? Yeah. Why well, don't just give him right? Everybody deserves a second chance or a fifth chance or a sixth chance. Thanks for the call. Seventh chance, eighth chance. I mean, it's been four years. He had one good year, decent, good. Under Brian Dable. I'm, I'm confused as to what your point was. You call and say, if he were on the Jets, would the Jets have made the playoffs? And my response to that was, I'm not sure. If Brian Dable was the head coach with him, then yes, they would have. If Daniel Jones, hypothetically, were to play for the Jets and had the same season that he had under Dable and the Giants, even though Robert Sala was the head coach, then yes, they would have made the playoffs. But Daniel Jones on his own? being coached by Robert Sala, not knowing what type of year he's going to have, I'm not so sure they would have made the postseason. One thing I know, Robert Sala and the Jets coaching staff didn't know anything about offense. Embarrassingly bad. Pete is calling from Copag. What's up, Pete? Going on, Sal. How are you, Pete? Oh, just another night of leaving the bar and getting to hear you uh, rip people apart that deserve it. I appreciate it. Uh, it's funny, you know, uh, we talked before, you know, me and my pops are complete opposites. I'm a Yankee Jet. He's a, you know, Met Giant. So so we get on the battlefield. And uh, I woke up the other day and, you know, he tells me, oh, you know, Daniel Jones, oh, you know, what a contract. And uh, I'm like, why are you happy about this? What's what's making you happy about this? You got a middle of the road guy, and like he's a facilitator. If you really think about it, that's that's his role. He facilitates an offense with Saquon Barkley being the lead, and you just paid him like he's you know going to take you to the to the promised land. Well, I don't I don't think the issue is. And again, there's a couple of different points here. I want to make it clear that I'm not knocking the Giants for the contract. What I'm saying is. Daniel Jones has a long way to go before he's in the conversation for being one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He's had one good to or decent to good year. One. That's it. I need to see a lot more before I put him in that conversation. And the Giants were caught in a bad timing spot where his contract was up. They didn't pick up the fifth-year option, as we know by now. They had to make a decision. If it were going baseball for the first three years, they wouldn't have brought him back. But that fourth year under Dable, 
He was good, and they believe in him. So they're paying him, and they extended him because they want to see what he could do. They believe he can maybe elevate to another level or two. That's what has to happen. Right now, we don't know what he is still. We don't know what Daniel Jones is. And who's catching the ball? Who's, who's he throwing to? I would love to know one receiver on that Giants receiving core right now that he's going to you know, show them that he's worth this money because – there's no there's no talent in that wide receiving core whatsoever. Well, they're going to draft uh, a wide receiver, I would think, Pete, and thank you for the call. I mean, at least uh, the free agent market. Um, let's just hope it's not Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, I, I can't I, I can't deal with Odell. I don't want Odell back. I don't think he'd be good for this Giants team right now. Uh, Odell's all about himself, always has been, always will be. This is a good Giants team that has good chemistry. I don't want Odell coming in taking the attention away, uh, being a selfish uh, individual, selfish player, all that stuff. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't know him. I couldn't care less about Odell Beckham Jr. Other than I know that he is not, in my estimation, a winning player and definitely not what the Giants need. Go out and draft a wide receiver or two. You know, there aren't a lot of good options free agent-wise. Maybe the Giants can swing a trade somehow. Uh, and maybe DeAndre Hopkins is that guy, as it sounds like the Cardinals will be looking to trade him. Joe Shane's got to figure something out because they do need help. And then we'll see. I want an excuse-free season. I want all the weapons in the world around him. And it's not even about excuses. I just want to see what Jones can do. Can he elevate to another level? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 